Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Jack Berenson to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name is Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini. Like I said, this is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. You can find us on the Internet at LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com. Uh, today, I've got an interview with uh, uh, a young uh, singer-songwriter, uh, blues musician, rock musician, really kind of almost uncategorizable. He certainly has a great sound. I was looking at his uh, Facebook page earlier, and he has uh, genre, Wild Bunch Blues. So uh, that, that's as good a description as any. It's the Jack Perry. We're going to get with Jack here in a minute. Um, first, I'd like to thank my uh, longtime sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, uh, pplmag.com. It's Pittsburgh's first internet radio, TV network, online community magazine, and business directory. Uh, it's a great place to read articles, get coupons, and find businesses. Uh, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, video uh, information and audio information podcasts like this one where that you can listen to. And if you're still inclined, you can have your own magazine page where you can promote your own ideas and talk about whatever it is that you have to offer. That is at uh, pplmag.com. Now, the, uh, the artist we have today is Nashville-based alt-blues rocker Jack Berry. Uh, he's just released his sophomore album, Mean Machine. And he's got like a sort of a gritty rock sound. He's uh, uh, been acclaimed in the uh, Blues Rock Review Top 10 Artists to Watch from 2013. And uh, if some of you guys that follow me on social media know that uh, I just uh, re- uh, wrote a review of Jack's latest album, Mean Machine, and you guys can check that out uh, at uh, bluesrockreview.com. Jack Barry, welcome to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. How are you? Hey, Lou. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having no, me. No, not a problem, man. You seem like a very laid-back, mellow kind of guy. What are you uh, What are you doing playing this aggressive, wild bunch blues American rock and roll? <laughs> how did you get How did you get inspired to play music? Like, what What got you going in the first place? Um, shoot, I grew up in a real musical family. I suppose um, I was raised by my grandparents out in Reno, Nevada. They're uh, they're uh, very big in the church scene, I suppose, and so uh, from a young age I was taught to sing harmonies with my grandmother in church, and um, I had I got these three older aunts who were pretty much like my my big sisters, and they were in high school when I was growing up, and so through the '90s I was kind of exposed to a lot of different genres of music, uh, mainly through them, and then also through my grandparents. So I had this eclectic kind of roundabout way of, of discovering what was going on and then slowly getting into it myself. Um, did you? St- so when did you pick up the guitar? I think I was ni- 19. Okay. Yeah, I was 19 years old. I, uh, I went out to college in Hawaii, played college football out there, and uh, just kind of grabbed an acoustic guitar and did the whole, the whole uh, college kid surfer, you know, just, 
just hanging out around some campfires playing old Jimmy Buffett <laughs> type yeah. of scenario. And then um, just kind of fell in love with the guitar, and I think it went from there. Um, do you have any guitar influences, any guitar players that you, you know, really sort of uh, resonate with you, sort of go-to guys? Yeah, definitely Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page is, is the all-time great. And uh, I know people say there's, you know, one or the other Jimmy for most people. And as much <laughs> as I love Jimi Hendrix, I believe that, you know, Page is kind of the the, the rounded out you know, god of the guitar, so to speak. What um, now? You started writing some songs and uh, and, and recorded a uh, your first record as a sort of college. Was it? Was it, I was trying to some kind of sort of college project. Um. Yeah, I was finishing up school um, in Los Angeles, and more so as a hobby. I'd uh, the past time I'd write these. I'd write these songs just in, in Garage Band. Um, just to have tracks for fun. I was going out there for creative writing and was going to do some script writing. And um, met a guy through a buddy who was uh, um, uh, an intern at a studio in Burbank. And uh, we, we started talking one day, you know, over a couple beers. And he was talking about how he needed some artists to record just as, you know, to get some studio time in. And uh, my buddy Jonathan said, he's like, oh, well, you know, Jack plays music. And I, and I didn't really play music, but I had these songs, and I let him listen to a couple. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's perfect. Just come by the studio. Um, I just need someone to record. We'll sit you in, and um, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and, and put those music, uh, those songs into the, to the speaker and, and see what happens. And while we were doing that, whoever was running the studio, I didn't even know who the guy was, comes in and like, Hey, we should do this for real. I know I like the way this sounds. So we kind of sat down for a couple of days and did that. That was the first record. Oh, okay, cool. So you whipped out the first record in a couple of days on some some somebody who was trying to get some uh, uh, time in the studio, you know, for themselves as a as an engineer. Uh, so wow, what a great piece of luck <laughs> that yeah, is. Exactly. Good for you, exactly. man. So what made you decide now? Now. Okay, because a lot of people would say that, well, L.A., that's the, you know, that that's it for music. But you decided to move to Nashville. So what made you want to go from L.A. to Nashville? Um, L.A. is cool. I like L.A. The weather's good there, man. But there's just too there's too many people. It was it was not a good fit for me, uh, just personally, not necessarily for for career options. But um, years ago, I think it was maybe 2012. I got asked to. This is after the uh, the uh, um, first record came out, or I finished that. I got asked to come do a producing project um, out in Nashville um, for kind of this this country alt blues band that they were throwing together. And so they flew me out here, and um, I kind of had my first experience in Nashville. It was about a week long trip. And on the last day, I'm, I'm sleeping up in the hotel room, and we're all supposed to go out on our last day, you know, see the town one last time. I fall asleep, and I have this dream that someone kind of shook the bed and told me, hey, I'll see you downstairs. And as they're walking out the door, they turn around, and the figure, it was, it was Johnny Cash was in my dream. He came to me and was like, hey, I'll see you downstairs. And I thought, I didn't think much of it at the time, but we get down, and we're going out to these bars. And there's um, there's a karaoke machine and people are singing. And they're like, Jack, get up, get up, do karaoke. I was like, hell no, I'm not doing karaoke. 
like, come on, like, do some karaoke. I was like, all right, well, if I do karaoke, I'm singing Johnny Cash. And this lady next to me at the bar, she's like, well, that's appropriate. And I was thinking, she's like, oh, yeah, you look like Johnny Cash or you know, something charming. And I was like, why is that? She's like, today's his birthday. And I was like, holy, holy smokes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so that memory kind of always resonated with me. And when I was fixing to get out of L.A., it was between Austin and Nashville. And so um, I found out that I had a second cousin in Nashville and uh, got in contact with her, and she let me crash her couch for about the first three months that I lived out here, and, and that was that. Nice. I mean, like, you know, sometimes, you know, when those types of serendipitous type things happen, you know, it's, you know, it, it's like, you know, that something bigger is like drawing you somewhere, you know, yeah, so that, that's be. very cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's nothing else but a good story, you know. Yeah, yeah, well, why not, man? Uh, of course. Um, so what led up to, um, and how did you come about recording the new record, Mean Machine? Well, it's it, it's funny. The recording of this record is, is pretty much just as spontaneous as the last one. Um, this group of songs that I have, I'd been playing out here for uh, about eight or nine months with um, uh, a good buddy of mine who I met. is uh, uh, My drummer, Tyler Ritter, he's a well-known musician around town. He's in a band called Moon Taxi. And uh, his little brother, uh, Casey Ritter, plays bass. And um, when I was looking for, for people to play with, you know, he's like, hey, yeah, man, me and my brother will play with you. And so we'd gone out just around Nashville playing some showcases and playing some sets and whatnot. And so we kind of had uh, a decent set of songs down. But um, I got contacted um, by some sync licensing people that wanted me to uh, wanted to use Kiss Like in the first record um, on the show Shameless on Showtime. But the thing was is I didn't have any uh, instrumental version of it. And so I had to go back into the studio to record this instrumental version. Uh, met a buddy. Luke Forehand, who was over at Blackbird Studio, got in contact with him. He said he'd give me a good rate. We'd run it, knock that song out, and be done with it. And so we got in there. It took maybe 35 minutes, and then we were done. And I was like, all right. He's like, well, you got the studio for the rest of the day. You want to record anything else? I was like, well, shoot, yeah, I guess. And so we recorded three more songs that day. And then because it was already in motion, we got the studio for two more days. And in three days, the record was done. And so that's just kind of that. Three days? You yeah, three days. In three... Wait a minute. In- including vocals? Including vocals, yeah. I mean, I went oh. back and overdubbed, I think, one or two lyrics, but mostly it was recorded live and just on spot. Jeez. Um, because, I mean, the sounds on this record and everything are, are really absolutely killer. Um, the uh, One of the, the tracks, now, we, now I know we want to talk about... Um, uh, Bad Dog and, and the Bull. But before we get in, since we're talking about the production, I have to ask you um, about the guitars on the last track, Heavy Hopes. Uh-huh. I mean, dude, that's like the heaviest, that's like heavier than heavy metal. I mean, that's <laughs> like, you know, I mean, there's metal that's, that, you know, doesn't sound that crushing. So can right. you tell, tell us a little bit about the, you know, that, because that's just, that's massive sounding. Uh, that that's a definitely Led Zeppelin inspired track. Um, a lot of that the, the trippiness and the breakdown of, of being real big and going back towards you know the basic groove is kind of where I thrive in, in music. I feel like years ago I 
I, I got into that kind of pattern of keeping people's attention through a live show. You got to kind of keep mix things up. And um, I, I guess with that particular song, we made the the highs even higher and the lows even lower, so to speak. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, if it's Zeppelin or, or uh, Black Sabbath, as I could as I could muster up, and those are also you know, big inspirations. But as far as guitar tones go. I've used the same pedal board for the past three years and just kind of kept it simple. Yeah, well, good you, you, good mustering then on that Thanks. one. Um, let's go ahead because we want to play because we want to talk about the songs uh, "Bad Dog" and "The Bull." So let's go ahead and play um, "Bad Dog" right now. This is uh, "Bad Dog" by Jack Berry on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. All right, Bad Dog, that's on Jack's new record, uh, Mean Machine. Uh, Jack, go ahead and tell us a little bit about the, the story behind Bad Dog. Um, Bad Dog, so uh, I'm sure everyone knows Elvis's Hound Dog, and so it was kind of a, I had this blues riff, and for some reason, I mean, I draw a lot of inspirations from Elvis as well, uh, but it was kind of a funny thing how I guess the song's pretty much, his song was, well, you know, you're nothing but a hound dog calling someone this certain thing. And I was like, well, the other side of the story, what if someone was just like, yeah, man, I am. You're right. I'm going to go ahead and accept it and <laughs> take on the conviction. And from there, um, it just kind of t- kind of took shape. And there's this there's this movie that I watched in high school called uh, uh, Lucky Number Slevin. And the uh, the main character, he, he takes this moniker, the name is uh, Slevin Calebra which is a uh, Yiddish for bad dog. And for some reason, I really enjoyed that kind of storyline. And uh, <laughs> for some reason, the, the term stuck with me. And all those influences kind of just came together at one point. Nice. Um, and uh, like there isn't really, this is one of those records, there really isn't any filler on it. I mean, all nine tracks, you know, I think just kick ass. Um, and you guys can read my review about that on Blues Rock Review. But um, the other track on there that's kind of a single that, that you have out is called The Bull. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about The Bull. The Bull, yeah. That song, um, uh, like I said, I grew up in Reno or just on the outside of. And um, out there we had the richest, wildest rodeo in the West, as they call it. And as a kid, my grandpa used to take me to the rodeo all times in the summer. Sometime in June, I think it is usually. But... Um, uh, the bull riding was always on the weekends. And so we'd usually go on a Friday or Saturday when the bull riding was going on. And uh, I remember one time the announcer was kind of joking around with the rodeo clown down there. It kind of insinuated that the rodeo clown had a gambling problem. And um, I always thought that was funny for some reason, but this, <laughs> this rodeo clown on his off time was still in costume going and playing blackjack, you know, down at the casino out by Reno. And um, when I was writing the song, uh, I had just got done talking to my stepdad, who was actually a bull rider as well. And I guess that all kind of came together, and I decided to take on this this tale of this gambling rodeo clan who had the had a hit out on him, you know, with the uh, with the Reno and. Las Vegas influence right behind it, mafia-related. And I thought it'd be interesting to, uh, instead of getting killed by the mafia, he chose to kind of take on the bull by the horns, pun intended, in the ring and yeah. go out that way. 
<laughs> cool. Um, so let's shift gears a little bit. Um, the record is out, and you guys can get it at all the uh, regular outlets. It's actually you can even uh, get it on uh, Spotify and Rhapsody. And the website is jackberrymusic.com. But let's talk a little bit about uh, the Jack Berry live experience. Now, are you touring as a, are you gigging as a three-piece? Do you have planned a tour? What's the situation? Yeah, we just, um, we just did the CD release, the album release, uh, May 7th in town at Mercy Lounge in Nashville. And so that was our kickoff to what we'll be doing this whole summer and, uh, you know, and and support for, for the release. And that was, that was a phenomenal experience. A lot of love was shown by this city, which is great. You know, I've only been here three years to see that much people, that many people come out and show their support and have a good time and be able to let loose. We've kind of, as a trio, we've kind of locked down our, our stage, you know, presence and our chemistry and been able to let the songs kind of breathe and speak for their own. And I think once you can kind of let rock and roll let you feel how you're supposed to feel or however the songs are, you know, you've kind of got most of the, most of your work cut out for you and, and, and done <laughs> behind you. Um, so what is the next, uh, what is the next like six to 12 months look like for you? Are you, are you going to, are you going to do some touring or are you already writing new songs or, or what's the plan? Um, yeah, we're definitely doing some touring. It's going to be mainly around the, uh, the Southern and Northeastern regions, regions, um, playing a couple small festivals, um, doing some showcases for the local rodeo, rodeo stations, local radio stations um, around here, one-offs, and um, you know we're just gonna be on the road as, as frequent as often as possible, and then uh, try to get some some uh, music videos, I guess, out there in the meantime. Um, are you uh, are you uh, working with a, a publicist or a record label or anything? Um, no, I got a I got a PR um, out of New York that I've been working with and, and promoting for the record. But um, as far as label goes, it's just, it's just independently done. Completely independent. Um, and uh, I just want to ask you a little bit about songwriting. Um, are you one of these people that has like riffs and stuff kind of rolling around in your head all the time, or do you set aside, or or will you set aside like a certain, uh, you know, few weeks or uh, whatever to write for the next record? How how do you usually do it? Um, I always leave myself open to uh, to give myself a chance to come up with stuff. It's not I'm not one of those people who walks around with with a riff in my head. It's more of I have to be in the right state of mind sitting around or it usually starts with a lyric, to be honest with you, a catchphrase really? or something I'll hear. Yeah. Hmm. Watching a movie, I'll hear someone say something. I'll be like, oh, I like the way those words sound together. And then I'll take a little note of it and then I'll sit down and tinker and whatever I've been listening to, you know, most recently paired in with, you know, what kind of direction I'd like the music to sound starts to, starts to birth these songs. But it, it's, it's never a time that, that you're planning for, so I gotta make sure I got as much free time as I can and be able to walk well, myself away for a couple hours. Yeah. Well, Jack, thanks a lot for taking some time to talk to us today and like kind of give us a peek under the hood about uh, the album and about your songwriting process and your guitar work. Um, really appreciate appreciate that, and um, I'm sure the fans are really gonna enjoy uh, the music. Um, can yeah, you hang out? Yeah. For- no problem, buddy. Can you hang out for a minute? We're going to do a, a bonus question after we close the official podcast. You got a minute? Yeah, sure. All right, bud. Hey, guys, you've been listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, 
And uh, this is my interview with Jack Berry, a fantastic uh, songwriter, guitarist, just kick out the jams, rock and roll. Um, You can go to jackberrymusic.com or you can go to facebook.com backslash jackberry. That is Berry with a B-E-R-R-Y. I definitely want to check out everything that Jack's got going on. The record, new record, Mean Machine, will just melt your face. It's absolutely killer. You'll definitely want to check it out. Uh, one more shout-out to my uh, longtime sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, pplmag.com. Thank you so much. This is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. You can go to ludinirockandrollcircus.com. If you like music by bands like... Uh, Jack Berry and Vexine and uh, Al- Albany Down and all these different artists that we've been featuring here, you want to go to supportindyrock.com. This is a, a place we've set up for people to get involved with uh, the different sort of promo programs that we want to put out here in the, in the coming months and years to get this music, music like Jack Berry's music, out there to more people and let, more, let the whole world know uh, how amazing this music is and how much people really need to hear it. LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com is the website. Guys, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next podcast. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.